Good morning and welcome to Mondays with Mike and Mary. I'm Mary. And I'm Mike. How about that? And if you're wondering, hey, where were you guys last Monday? Oh. I have to tell you, we were in beautiful Livonia, Michigan with Floyd doing the Master Sales Academy. Virtually. Virtually. Yeah, for the wow. first time ever. That was so much fun. So we missed you, but we were kind of full up and we figured you could live without us for a week or come to the event itself. Well, that's what we were hoping. Instead of listening to the podcast, you were yeah. at the Master Sales Academy. So if you missed it, come to Business Breakthrough in November. You betcha. Yeah. So this is our chance to reflect back on our most recent coaching calls and pick some highlights for you, both a parade of techniques and an Ask the Experts question. That's right. And you got you to gotta go first. You got a parade of techniques? I do have a parade of techniques. All right. And it revolves around... One of the highlights of Master Sales Academy. Oh, I can't wait to hear which it. Which was watching and listening in as real agents made live, real prospecting calls. That was pretty amazing, wasn't it? It was a big winner. Now, of course, technology doesn't make anything perfect. But right. boy, did I get a lot of great feedback on that particular segment Me too. of our event. Me too. And one person in particular said... I had this gigantic epiphany. That's what's supposed to happen. Which was two-faceted. The first thing she said was, wow, I can be myself and still be effective. But here was the big epiphany. If I don't make calls, my business is dependent on people calling me. Yeah, that's a pretty big epiphany. Uh-huh. And guess what happened as a result? She dialed the phone? Yeah, lots of calls. Oh, <laughs> you know sweet. what? We took a look at all our numbers from R-squared for the last 90 days. All the people in R-squared on average have been having 18 real estate qualifying conversations a week. That's an average. And the average production over the last 90 days has been 16.5 listing sales and sold listings per person. You can take that one to the bank. Make the calls. Oh, yeah, wait. You make the deals. That's during COVID. Yes. That's the, the 90, 90 days. Yeah. yeah. that amazing or what? Well, here's another what? thing that's amazing. It's amazing. <laughs> here's another thing that's amazing. My parade of techniques is sort of the same. It comes from the same roots, uh -huh. at least. And it's something I heard at least five times, maybe more. Here's what I heard. Listening to them make the calls, they all had one thing in common. They listened more than they spoke. Oh. So in a way, there were probably some people listening going, well, this is kind of boring. You're not even talking. <laughs> but, well, it's the point of that. That, you know, sometimes we think that prospecting is all this jazzy, flashy stuff. We got to say this cool thing we memorized from a script somewhere. But really, the best prospecting is where you listen and then you respond to what they're saying. Many times with more questions to get them to talk further. And then you say that jazzy thing like, well, maybe what we should do is get together. I mean, right. it's pretty cool. The percentage of speaking versus listening became very, very apparent during that whole exercise. And I heard it over and over and over again from those that attended that, wow, I got to be a listener. That's pretty huge. 
physiology. Two ears, one mouth. Oh, it's a goodish ratios. Ratio. All right. <laughs> hey, you got an ask the ask experts. Ask the experts. Question? I have a theme. Oh, a theme going. Well, sure. Pricing is becoming an issue again. Mm, Why? Mm -hmm. Well, because everything's up in the air. What yeah. Is, what's happened to supply and demand? Can we rely on current market statistics on the data that we're getting? Hey, a lot of a pressure on appraisers. Must be. There, oh, I know for sure there is. I'm telling you, I, that's what I've been hearing out there. You bet. So the questions are, well, how flexible should I be on pricing? Do we know what the market's going to be? Of course we don't know what the market's <laughs> going to be. So what's the rule of thumb? Get hired before you get fired. You know, if I brought you a full price offer tomorrow, would you take it? Uh, yeah. Well, you can't because your house isn't on the market yet. So... If we can get it on the market, Floyd says, get it on the market. But the question then is, okay, how flexible can I be on my pricing? On allowing them to set the price as opposed to me or the data? That's a cool question. I, I thought so, and I think it's very current as well. Yeah. And so great advice has been pouring out. Here's the first thing, a great phrase to remember. We know our marketing works. All yeah. we're testing is the price. Mm -hmm. And then, of course, make sure everything else on your marketability checklist is in place. Do you have a full-term listing? Did you get an above-market commission? Because if they're asking you to go above and beyond what your instincts or your experience or your data tells you it's going to sell for, well, you should get paid more because you're going to work harder. Um, are, are you able to use value range pricing? Because that expands the buyer pool. And if you're not, do you put it on the market at a search-friendly price where it gets both a, the low end and a high end of a search? Right. And maybe if you've got no data whatsoever, if both you and the seller are up in the air, pre-order an appraisal. You can always put it on the market as appraised at X number of dollars. Right. That's a great marketing phrase. Um, and two more things. The question is, if the seller says, what's my house worth? What's my home worth? I think that that word worth has a lot of emotion attached to it. What we can tell them is, well, here's what it will probably sell for in how much time. Telling people what you think their most valuable possession is worth might be a jackpot kind of question hmm. and difficult to keep the emotion out of the conversation. But here was the best piece of advice I heard, I thought. Date your sellers, don't marry them. Oh. <laughs> right? So, do you have an Ask the Experts question? Well, I just got a comment on that because... I think Floyd Wickman invented the best pricing presentation ever. Of course. You know, and if you don't know it, listeners, well, get your hands on an audio or find a, grab up a past graduate to teach it to you. It's got three parts and you should know that. Man, that made me so much money. Yeah. That makes our students so much money because you're never arguing about price. I'd love to talk to, about price for 25 minutes. I, I'm I'm passionate. Hey, let's do a pricing presentation workshop. We should. We should. Dang, I just 
I just think it's so important. And I think sometimes we get into an argument with the seller yeah. and we never have to argue about price. The seller can have any price they want as long as they list with us for a really long time and as long as we're willing to take it for that. Oh, we should do a workshop. I would do that. I would too. All right. So I have an Ask the Experts question. And this is the question. All right, we're still locked down somewhat. And some places are more locked down for COVID-19 than others. But people are for sure are not out and about, at least in the areas that this student is living in. So, Well, not everybody. Well, a lot of people are right. still not out and about. Mm -hmm. So based on that, I've already called everybody I know twice since we got locked down. I've been using all the dialogues that y'all have been teaching us. So, okay, I still need listings. I got to find more people to Where talk to. Where do I go from here? Yeah, there's no gatherings. There's no meetings. There's no networking events. How do I find more people to talk to? And so here is... The wisdom of the smartest people on the planet. Um, let's see. So here we go. Use specific buyer dialogue. That's yeah. another brilliant dialogue that Floyd Wickman invented. You know, um, I'm working with this buyer. By the way, this isn't the first line. It's line number three. But I'm working with this four, line number four. I'm working with this buyer who, and then you describe specific details about the buyer, uh, and I kind of promised him if I have to talk to every homeowner in this whole area, I was going to do it. Do you do you know anyone thinking of moving? How about you? Or who do you know thinking of moving? How about you? Join a group. Uh, door knock with copies of multiple offers. Um, open businesses. What if you, you know, this has come up a couple of times in the last few weeks. What if you brought your phone to businesses as they opened and Google mapped them and posted them on Facebook and helped your local business maybe even, you know, get some attention for what you're doing and, you know, started conversations. Obviously, you're a realtor, so guess what we're going to talk about? Um, you would ask them if they'd be willing to trade referrals. Ooh, business-to-business business referral. Yeah, find out what kind of customer they're looking for. And yeah. if you run across someone like that, what should I say to them? Or go in and buy a gift card and then do a contest like um, for whoever gives you five-star reviews and do a drawing once a month for one of your local businesses to help B2, them get restarted. B2B referrals. Love it. Yeah. Um, I heard analyze your numbers so you got something to talk about. Ask for reviews by email. Um, client party. You know, we don't have to get together now, but what if you started calling people and inviting them for October or November? Um, let's see. What if you door knocked and then stepped six feet back? Um, and I heard over and over and over, it's out there. The business is out there. Go and get it. Find a way. Go and get it. What did we observe at Master Sales Academy? We observed people calling expireds, withdrawns, and canceled and getting appointments right there, live. Yeah, here. but here's it's the deal. It's not that difficult. A, a lot of people are saying, yeah, but we got a hot market. When you get a listing in my town, it's sold in a day. We don't have a lot of expireds. Do your research. Yeah, do your research, because guess what you're going to find out? Mm -hmm. You got cancels. You got withdrawns, especially with COVID-19. Oh, you might not have expired listings, but you got other ones that you can call. So go out there and make it happen, y'all.
you know, and if worse comes to worse and you're talking to those same three, two, three hundred people again, are you curious to know what COVID-19 has done to the value of your home? Yeah, well, this particular student that asked this question has been using that because she's been listening Good. to our podcast. She did the business as usual with an asterisk um, YouTube Video videos. There's 65 of those, by the way, if you missed those. 65? We did them 65 days in a <laughs> row. I know. Oh, well. Uh, and so that's behind us. Yes. That we're taking the asterisk off, man. We got to go back to business as usual, safely, for sure. Really, I know a lot of you feel like we finally turned a corner, that maybe we're getting somewhere back to normal. But there's also a whole group of people who are still under very strict guidelines. There's yes. still people yes. who are cautious. God bless them. Still people who are concerned about safety and about health. And please honor that. Yes. And act accordingly. Because we can sell virtually. Yes, we can. Don't let that stop you. Yes, you have an elderly parent that's now living with you instead of assisted living to save their life. You can still sell your house without endangering that person. If you have the right realtor, let's at least have a virtual conversation. That's your starting point, my friends. Remember what we heard in the happy hour at the end? Someone said, I really am enjoying presenting offers on Zoom because I don't have to go driving around from house to house and from my house to their house and back. And I, I was thinking, well, if you can present an offer on Zoom, you could do a listing appointment on Zoom. You could do a buyer qualifying interview on Zoom. Our students are doing that. That's right. Those that want to. You, you want to do live? That's fine. But you're missing some business by not building the skill at being virtual. Because there is an alternative. Are we singing to the choir? We are. This is a this is a theme song. Man. Amen. Okay. Thanks for listening. We love you. Bye bye.